Hey, happy Friday. This is the inaugural episode of Brutifully Made, my creative podcast. Thank you for joining me. I hope you uh, enjoyed this little personal introduction about me and a little bit about my life and my creative process and uh, some of my artistic dreams. So thanks for tuning in and let's dive into this first episode. Okay, welcome to the first episode of Brutifully Made. I'm Tracy Don Brewer. I own a creative company in Canton, Ohio called Brutifully. And I'm really excited to share uh, my thought processes in the creative world, um, what I've been doing to create on a consistent basis. And I thought it would be a lot of fun to also just um, invite guests and friends, family that I know that are trying to make their way in the world, not only just creatively, but small business wise and what they're doing to keep motivated. Along the lines of being creative, I love to doodle. I am going to doodle while I chat with you today and every day. And I also invite any of the guests that I have on the podcast to do the same. I'm just going to bring up a little prompt on Wanna Draw, which is an app. It's a free app. So... See what it says that we're going to draw today. Jack Skellington as a pro wrestler. That's interesting. Let's draw Jack Skellington as a pro wrestler. And I live in Canton, Ohio. I live with my husband, Brian, who I have known since we were 12 years old. Junior high when we met, more or less. I guess junior high kind of starts seventh grade, but we were 12. He was playing basketball and I was a cheerleader and our um, community is really small where we grew up and they had um, basketball teams at each of the elementary, which was also combined middle schools. So that's what we did for extracurriculars. And his team from Allensville was playing my team from Zaleski. <laughs> but we did go through high school together and graduated high school together in the same class and pretty much just went our separate ways. Uh, we were in art class together in high school. So I always think that's really kind of cool. So um, he joined the Air Force and I went to college and we both got married to obviously different people. Uh each of us had children. Each of us had three children. He had three boys and I had three girls. You're like the Brady Bunch. Yes, we realized that. We think it's kind of funny. Long story, many, many years, decades later, we reconnected in our high school's Facebook page for our class reunion. He was in Iraq at the time and I was here in the States and I was taking my daughters on a vacation. He reached out and said, hey, I used to live in that state. Tell me where you're going. So I told him and he said, can I catch up with you by phone? Can I give you a call? And I said, sure. So he called me and I heard his voice for the first time in over 20 years. <laughs> so that's just a little bit about me and my family and how um, my husband and I met. But I have been creative for years. Since I was in second grade, I remember we had this big project. 
And it was to paint a mural in our classroom. And she selected two people to paint the reindeer and Santa's sleigh. And I was one of them on one of the uh, chalkboards. We covered the chalkboards with paper and we painted. And I just remember loving doing that. And I was seven years old. And that really was one of the first things that I remember doing, thinking, I want to do this when I grow up. And I watched my mother, who was also a very creative artist. She could draw very realistically. So I had to, in my mind, draw realistically. It had to be exactly so I became a pretty good little parrot in Vinton County. And there really wasn't a lot to do, and let alone a lot of places to shop. There wasn't really a movie theater close by. Not until I got into high school, there was one. It was just, you know, we lived on a farm when I was eight years old. It was my grandpa's farm. And we would order library books from the library in town and they would ship them in these paper mailers to us. And it was a selection from this form that you would check off, mail it back. They would mail you the books. You would get to keep them for so long to mail them back. And I loved doing that because it was a way to have them. And I remember um, my family had this encyclopedia set and it was, I think, from my grandpa's furniture store, my dad got it. And literally, like my brother, I have three brothers, they were younger than me. And my the oldest out of the three would read every encyclopedia back to front. I mean, we read everything we could get our hands on. And so they had these beautiful illustrations of historical figures. And I would recreate them as paper dolls and change up their clothes and, you know, draw them all the time. And I would make my own cartoons by folding a piece of paper over and drawing the movements and then rolling it on a pencil and going back and forth really, really fast to watch it move. I made tons of those. I would keep them in a box and carry them around at school. I just, in my dream, I, I wanted to illustrate for like Disney. I wanted to do that as a job, but it didn't seem realistic to me because of where we lived and what opportunities were there. I mean, the art classes that I had in school were the only art classes that I had. And I can remember going into college, wanting to apply to art school, and they were asking for a portfolio. And I had no idea what that was. I literally had a little bit of a modeling career because I was, I don't know, in a modeling school in Chillicothe, Ohio. And I got jobs doing that. And I had a portfolio of pictures for modeling. And that's what I thought that they wanted. <laughs> I had no idea. I was so, so naive growing up. Just didn't know. And I didn't get to apply to art school because it wasn't going to be a realistic career for where I grew up. And my parents were like, well, you know, you're the first one to go to college and really think you should pick a career that we can do here in this county because they just didn't see really past that. So we really think you should change that course. So the only thing that I could think of was 
art education. I could teach art. So that's the path I started on. And I started at Ohio University in the 80s, and I was going to be an art teacher. And I really did get to almost like the student teaching. I went to um, shadow some teachers, and I changed course because by that time, I got married very early, uh, had three children by the time I was 25, and went back to college after they were born, and computers were huge. And I'm like, I really want to, you know, understand this like graphic art and computers. And I started down that path. So I changed my major to communication and I really wanted it in the IT programs and they were full. So um, information and telecommunication systems was the one I chose. And at the time, I was like one of three females in that in that course. And it was so interesting to me. I learned how to network computers and do punch downs. And it was fascinating. But in the interim, I would take graphic design classes and marketing classes and still finished my art track to where I have an associate's in art because I loved it. So I graduated much later um, in communication and have a master's in information and telecommunication systems. (laughs) So I am literally using both sides of my brain. I always laugh because I always say, you know, you have a creative side and a logical side. And I love knowing the analytics behind something and why something is so popular. But then again, I love also being creative and engaging people with creativity. Hey, this is just a little reminder. I am on almost all social media platforms as Brutifly, B-R-E-W-T-I-F-U-L-L-Y, our Tracy Don Brewer. So find me on Instagram and I'm on TikTok, Getting Small with Grandma. Um... And follow me and watch YouTube for the doodles uh, under Brutifully on the YouTube channel. So thanks again. And I'll see you also on my website, Brutifully.com. So one of my big things um, is augmented reality. So I like taking my art and fusing it with technology. So a lot of my art will animate. I will frame by frame draw each movement, um, usually using Procreate, and illustrate my pieces. Uh, I use an app called Artivive. I've been using them since 2019 when I animated the first augmented reality mural in Stark County, which is at Belden Village Mall. And I thought it was so cool. And the youth, the kiddos, they love seeing stuff move. And I... I just thought that it engaged people. It immersed them in the art. It got them to be part of it. And so I continue to do that quite often because I think that it's just fun. And I love showing people how to use that. And there's so many cool applications with that. I've done uh, posters and, um, oh gosh, I've written a book. It's called One Wacky Week. It's on Amazon and you use the app. 
to pull up each page and each page animates and I read the story to you. And that was in response to having um, my granddaughter, uh, Franny. So I have another book I'm working on. We have five grandchildren now. Um, and it's just been a lot of fun finding different ways to apply augmented reality. So that was, that is one of the things that I loved, you know, showing people how to use and what to do. It is something that differentiates my art. I think that everybody needs to find something that helps you stand out a little bit because there's a lot of noise in the world. There's a lot of stuff going on. I think it's important to allow people to experience it in their own way. So someone will look at it. They don't have to like it, but if it gets them thinking about something that maybe they didn't think of before, or they were like, I wouldn't draw that like that. Well, then how would you draw it? What would you do? What accessories would you have? This is just what be whatever you want it to be. As I'm talking to you, there's a, one of our cats in here. You may hear her. She's very loud. So, I'm just, And we have uh, four cats and we have four dogs. Um, and we have a bunch of koi fish. My husband built a koi pond outside. And it all started after we became certified <laughs> wildlife rescuers. Um, when we were rescuing wildlife, he thought it would be really important that they learn how to fish. <laughs> I don't know why he thought that. But he did. So we got these little feeder fish, and this was years ago. And those animals wanted nothing to do with those fish. So he couldn't get rid of them. They, they were alive. So I put them in a kiddie pool for the winter. And by spring, they had survived all winter. He's like, I've got to make them a pond. So we did. And now we have over a dozen. They're huge. And he's got a very good heart. So it's very so I like to create digitally, and I also like to create traditionally. So I've been taking a lot of paint classes um, from a gal. Her name is Allie Kay, and she works in acrylics, and she works with golden paints, which I had never tried before, and they're quite pricey, but I invested in some of them. And I wanted to learn to become a little bit more loose with my work. I wanted it <clears throat> to be part of a style that wasn't so realistic. Remember I told you that my mom was a very good artist and she would always want to make things as realistic as possible. And that was really the only way that I thought you created something. And as I've <clears throat> gotten older, I've realized that that's uh, not true. You can make things in an abstract way and it's totally acceptable, which I thought, I, I really did know that. I mean, I loved my art history classes, but for me, I just never thought I was able to do that. I guess I didn't think, I thought that was a, a really unique talent to be able to see something abstractly. And I didn't feel like I could do that. And so this, these classes have really helped me look at things in a different way. And I love that. So I'm having a lot of fun I think that it helps to always find permission sometimes to try something new and give yourself some grace while you're learning it. So that's what I've been doing. And 
I've enjoyed it a lot. So if you see things on my social media about my paintings, that's what I've been doing. I'm on Instagram and Facebook as Brutifly. I am on TikTok, Getting Small with Grandma, because I have a big obsession with miniatures. I love making miniatures. So I share a lot of my minis and little things that I make on there and really a lot of my art. Um, I have a Kickstarter right now to open a studio. There's a space down the street from me and it is so convenient and perfect. And I would love to be able to have that as a gallery studio and a shared maker space. I really want to have the opportunity to share other artists' work, especially ones that are um, in other locations in other parts of my county or downtown, because maybe other people would enjoy seeing them that aren't going to where they're at. And so I want to have a little pop-up area and highlight a new artist every month. And if they have items that they would like to sell, they would be able to sell them. 100% of the profits of their work would go right back to them. I'm not asking for a commission or anything. I just want to share um, their work there. So that's one of the uses I would have for this space. Um, there would be a place for um, classes. So I would also teach art and crafts and have all kinds of items that I already sell on my website, uh, brutifully.com. You can shop on there. Um, but I also would have a spot in the center because it's already built like that to have a party room. So you could have an art party there or you could have a meeting there and, and incorporate something creative to do while you have your meeting because I think it helps people learn when you're drawing or creating together. It builds like a team atmosphere. So that's that's one of the things that is a huge dream of mine to be able to offer. And that is exactly what I would do with that space. So. It's a very lofty Kickstarter. I mean, it's expensive to open a spot and I would need to get inventory. I would need to get a new sign for the outside uh, equipment, but it would also open up the space to be able to take a lot of things that I have now. I've always tried to go to gallery openings or shows or participate in community events and, you know, share those things and create awareness. And it's so funny how many people think that I know everything that's going on or that I know everybody that's organizing something. I swear I don't. I just, I find something and it's like, oh my gosh, I want to go to that and I'll share it or I'll, you know, put it on my calendar and I'll remind others, this is happening. Do this, do that. And my husband calls me Google Tracy. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know everything. I just um, enjoy getting to promote and share what other people are doing. And it's always on my heart. I always try really hard to be, you know, complimentary of everybody and find the good in everyone and everything. And I honestly um, really try hard 
to support as many people and opportunities and things that I can. And it seems the more that I am just extending myself out there to find out about things happening outside of, you know, my county and state, it's amazing how that expands your network. And so that's that's part of what I want this to do. And I want to just create an awareness about opportunities to learn more and to do better and be a better, you know, decision maker in in my art and sharing what I know so others can do something different or something new or learn something new with their art or their business or their advertising or marketing just it's just so important. So that's one of the reasons I started this. And um, I feel that it's an opportunity to showcase and highlight other people. So if anyone wants to be a guest, I would love to hear from you. I'm happy to discuss that opportunity. Um, If you do happen to doodle along, please share a snapshot of what you're doodling. Hashtag it brutifully made. Brutifully is a play on my last name, of course, and beautiful because I think everybody is brutifully made. Everybody has beauty and kindness in them somewhere. And I love to, you know, get to share that through ideas and opportunities. So that's that's another reason that this is here. So My little kitty cats are all running around. I hear them. (laughs) But thank you for listening and thanks for participating. And I am anxious to get this out in the world on Fridays. So I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And I am anxious to talk to you next time about another idea or experience that I've had. And I can't wait to have my guests on uh, coming up soon. So I uh, will talk to you later. Have a great weekend. Stay brutally made. Bye. Again, thanks for tuning in. Anything that I mentioned with a link will be in the show notes. So you can check that out conveniently in uh, the link on the episode. So thanks again, and I will see you next time. Stay brutally made.